and welcome back to phantom Neckos. i'm yadi audrey and i'm angel and happy friday right now as you're listening to this i am getting tatted actually yes isn't that crazy that's wild. and i'm with her yeah we're together um living our best lives <laughs> i know i am yeah i'm just a chauffeur also emotional support <laughs> needle hurts sometimes it do be hurting sometimes. It do be hurting. Um, shading. Shading. Yeah. I'm scared to get a tattoo when they put the white. I heard that when they use white ink, I heard that that shit hurts for some reason. It's all the same to me. I have yet to experience it, so I can't say. But I've, I've heard that was just like color in general. Like, I don't I know do why. I'm going to do a color test soon, so we will see. Yes. On my other news, I booked another tattoo. <laughs> Tell them when what it is. is. Um, no. <laughs> oh, okay. Is I'm gatekeeping. I'm gatekeeping for now? Gatekeeping for now. But I did find this tattoo artist through um, Ariel Tattoo. Nice. So that's how so, you found out about them? Yeah, she is the reason I found this other tattoo artist. So that's my exciting news. Oh, Gavin. for me, yeah. Uh, my tattoo's now healed as of today or as we're filming this on monday the 27th (laughs) monday (laughs) monday um my leg piece is officially healed one month yay so i can put sunscreen on it now and go swimming if i wanted to i can't (laughs) (laughs) but at least i'll be able to enjoy outside lens yes I'm so excited for that. Um, yeah, we're going to be at Outside Lands. So. I, I had a healing tat at Outside Lands in October. Oh, yeah. Kobani, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least, like, it was cool weather. Yeah, and it was almost healed. It was about, like, three weeks healed at the time. Yeah. But I remember when I picked the Vajri at the at the airport, she was like, yeah, she's looking rough on your leg. <laughs> um yeah (laughs) fun fact um this tat my leg piece the second session was supposed to take place when i was gonna go to coachella and i was like ain't no way i'm doing a festival in the desert with a healing tat ain't no fucking way i am not wearing pants out in that desert (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) so that's why like even though i booked this piece like back in september and i didn't get it finished till like last month just stuff came in the way and also like yeah after this tattoo that is in session currently (laughs) um i have one in september and i was like telling angel i'm like ooh, i should get another one in august and he's like mama let's research yeah we literally have outside lands first week of august i'm like uh yeah uh, probably not and then i wanted to go to um oh and is what's happening as you're listening to this too if it's friday that you're listening to this of course um anime expo right yeah yeah i wanted to go 
but it was going to be a bit of a trek for me and a bit of a stretch like because I'm really busy those days and then I was telling Angel and he's like do you really want to do that while you have a healing tattoo and I was like yeah why not and he's like no absolutely not I didn't say it like that but I was kind of gearing her in that direction (laughs) he's like girl have you lost your mind because I'll help you find it (laughs) no he was like (laughs) um no he was actually like um mama less research (laughs) Uh, I'm not saying anything he said verbatim but essentially that's how the conversation went down uh he's like are you sure you want to do that um it's kind of best not to really overexert yourself yeah and I was like, okay, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, as much as I want her to live her best life, at the same time, I'm like, she has a healing tat. <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes one of us is, like, the adult, and the other us, the other, <laughs> the other one is a child on those backpack leashes. <laughs> um, yeah, we, uh, we, we trade uh, titles. Uh, every other day or something yeah sometimes angel wants to hop in a pit with terrible lungs and sometimes i want to do wild fuck shit when i have a flesh healing wound (laughs) i don't know (laughs) that's what tattoos are it's literally like a healing wound on your fucking skin yeah because it's not like a needle was puncturing your skin hundreds of times every minute (laughs) flesh sticker flesh graffiti flesh graffiti yeah okay well anyways um so today's topic is gonna be talking about like the season finale for um love is war and the mid-season finale of spy family yes hey listeners this is audrey and angel post-production so we didn't really cover spy family although we do say that that we were going to cover the mid-season finale, but we didn't. We just got into our ramblings for Love is War because we didn't really have cohesive thoughts that we wanted to talk about. We just kind of talked about the characters and we got really into it. So we do mention it towards the end, but next episode will be Spy Family mid-season finale focus. Yes. Yeah. So, so see you all next week for Spy Family discussion. Yeah. So bear with us for the episode that's to come. Yeah. It's just Love is War. Yeah. Thank you. Who's excited? Um, I'm sad that they're over. Yeah. um, But doesn't Spy Family come back like in October? Yeah. So it's not too bad. But um, Love is War. All the anime that I've been into like this past few months are holding a special place in my heart. They've been helping me get through it. I've been in a healing girl journey. And um, watching all of these, I'm like... You go meow meow. <laughs> I binge watched like the last three to four episodes because um sometimes I'd be busy, you know? Yeah. Um, so I saved like three episodes of both Love is War and Spy Family to watch just just like right before filming this actually. Yeah, I didn't watch the last episode of Spy Family until a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's good to binge watch sometimes. Yeah. But I laughed and I cried. Like, I'm not even joking. Yep. Joking to you. I teared up during the one scene in Love is War. I forgot which one. I teared up like two to three times. It's really sad. (laughs) It's really sad. 
I think I've taken the crybaby title. She has. <laughs> as of late. I'm like, I sent him a video. I was like, because it's um, something sad really happened. Okay, you know what? Spoiler warning uh, for both Love is War and um, Spy Family. So Yeah, and this is just like for anime. So if you're not caught up on either anime, this might not be the episode for you. Yeah, but I mean, if you got this far, you at least got to hear about our updates and <laughs> whatnot. But yeah, I think just seeing so much character development in the season um, and just in those last three episodes, really, or four, because they made it like one hour long, right? Yeah. They gave it another episode. Yeah. I was really confused by that because I didn't remember what episode I left on. And so I accidentally skipped over one and I was like eight minutes in and I was like, wait, what? Hmm. And then I went back. I was like, oh, okay. So I accidentally, I mean, I watched it, obviously. Yeah. But, um yeah it was such a great arc and there's an even better one coming up i am gonna read definitely i think maybe i'll read in the train oh um another update i'm caught up with jojo's oh did you finish stone ocean yeah that was really easy to finish i mean it was just 12 episodes yeah um and i'm gonna be reading jojo lion and steel ball run yeah yeah so Sorry for the mid interruption update, but yeah, I'm really excited. I, um, I really do love JoJo's now. I mean, I was already enjoying it, but after this binge watch, I'm like, uh, let's go. I'm obsessed. Got my mom doing the JoJo's poses. <laughs> you love a supportive mom. Yeah, she was watching it with me. She, her favorite character, it, her favorite JoJo is um, Jotaro. Valid. Um. And she really likes uh, Koichi. I was mixing up his last name and last name and first name together. <laughs> but yeah, she really likes Koichi because he's short. And then I told her that he's actually 5'2". And then she's like, how How are these people built then? I was like, I don't know, girl. I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, okay, sorry. Back to Love is War. <laughs> I was like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, I think... Um, Ishigami is probably one of my favorite characters. Very selfless character. Say it again. He's a very selfless character. I really admire him for that. And as Kaicho, I want to say, but it's present. Uh, Shirogane kind of talks about him because he confesses, accidentally confesses to um, Tsubame. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So he accidentally confesses to Tsubame and then... Shirogane and um, and Shika are like see that and they're like oh my god and then Shika's like he got no chance I'm gonna keep it real with Yuji and then Shirogane's like what do you mean and then she's like look at all these flaws and whatnot and I'm like damn girl <laughs> you don't have to go in on him like that um, but basically if you don't know uh, Ishigami's backstory he's kind of more of an introverted character and as he joins the as he is in the council he is slowly kind of getting out of his shell and able to trust people again and build these friendships because when he was in middle school um he was suspended yeah for beating up this scumbag guy but it kind of just the situation read that he's a stalker and he was jealous mm -hmm. and he didn't need and he didn't find it in himself or need to clear up his name yeah and even in this season or was it the last season last season yeah 
he didn't want to clear up the misunderstanding to anything. So I think, and he just kind of acted selflessly again. Yeah. For that. What he was really was trying to protect this girl that was always kind to him. Because he's always just been like this kind of introverted person and not really social. Yeah. And he was protecting this girl who was just like always kind to him and whatnot. Because the guy that was dating her i guess like was cheating on her and then uh ishigami was like let her know or break up with her because this is not right and he's like what are you gonna do about it and then he's like i'm gonna tell her and he's like are you i think he has um trigger warning i want to say like nudes of her Mm -hmm. that he was gonna release and then that really pisses ishigami off because he's like you're such a fucking scumbag and then like that sets up the sets off something off on him and he like completely decks this guy he's going in um he had it coming and then everyone gets sight of that and then the guy uses it in his favor he's like dude this guy just ishigami just came after me because of because he's like totally obsessed with my girlfriend blah blah and then yeah so not to get too much into it but his backstory is important for um his current character development yeah and I think that's just why he is my favorite character because um, he's introverted and really making efforts. I think when I see any character make efforts to break out of their shell, it really pulls on my heartstrings. But yes, he accidentally <laughs> confesses to Subame because um, the legend that they have going on, or is it legend or kind of like... It is. Yeah, that when you give someone a heart during the culture festival, um, that it like that it sets you up to be with them for like ever essentially yeah and whatnot um and then the narrator's like 90 percent of the school knows ishigami's in the 10 percent yeah that doesn't know about. yeah he, he basically he won a cookie in the shape of a heart yeah. and he gave it to suvame because he thought like oh this would be nice i guess yeah and he gave it to her in front of everyone yeah <laughs> and she gets flustered and she's like i gotta go and he's like i was a little confused on that so i'm like so did he read the um the room or not and he he was kind of more focused on like um subama's reaction yeah but yeah and then he still doesn't know until like he goes and sees the play right yeah that's what i interpreted yeah that's when he finds out like the gravity of what he did yeah okay so side note i kind of ship uh miku and ishigami do you know i do um i'll give my reasons yeah i would like to hear reasons because i don't know i just kind of feel it and especially he's very selfless toward her as well and i think like i don't know if he knows it could just be friendship you know what i'm saying yeah but i think like the way that he's kind of been like her protector but never seeked again never seek kind of like attention or praise for it like no validation whatsoever no validation and he's just gonna be there for her regardless you know yeah um i think it's like kind of a ship that's not gonna sail but this season the end of the season gave me hope because as much as like i love um how it's subame and ishigami Mm -hmm. because um they're just kind of like at different ends of the spectrum but they really work well together. Miko and Ishigami? No. Subame and Ishigami? Yeah. Kind of more like social status. Um, 
and just personality. Yeah. So I do really like them together. So if they work out, that'll be fun. But um, I am rooting for Miku and Ishigami. Because, because, um, don't worry, y'all. I'll get into uh, the real character, not the real character development, but uh, the protagonist in a bit. So Kaguya loses her heart chain. Oh, before we get to Shinomiya, um, I guess I'll mention that I'll confess that I too ship Miko and Ishigami. Boy, why'd you let me? (laughs) Um, Anyways, but no, this still has to do with them. Um, oh, for sure. But um, just to give context, oh, uh, okay. Kaguya loses her heart keychain that she was gonna use to confess to Shirogane, and yeah, and then um, Ishigami picks it up and he's like, "Huh?" You know. Yeah. But at this point in the storyline, he knows what that means. He does know what it means. Yeah. So I feel like he kind of confessed, um, so- indirectly indirectly and it's just so cute they um they really make me happy they're um aside from i think um how do you think miko feels about ishigami i think they both i think they just look at each other and they're like eh, you know but i feel like they're there for each other i think miko not that much but i just again i just love how ishigami um will just always be there for uh, Miko, for Miku. Miko. Yeah, no, not Miku. Miko. Yeah, sorry, Miku brain rot. <laughs> Sega. <laughs> There's this Miku sound that's like on um on TikTok, and it's like, and it's her Vocaloid voice, obviously, mm-hmm. yeah. and it's like Sega. <laughs> but um, I'm just gonna call her Inu. That's yeah. what's easier for me, uh, because I get confused. But um. Yeah, like he, um, Ishigami left Inu a flower during middle school, and she's really held that like closely to her heart, like that action. And then let's not forget, he's the one who, who wanted help from Shirogane to help out Inu during the election, and even just like trying to get her not embarrassed from her, from her stuttering and whatnot. Yeah, no, not that. Well, yeah, that and um, but her listening choices. Oh, that when she, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I feel like, I feel like he has a soft spot for her. Maybe. And I think, and I think you know, hopefully in this next arc or whatnot, she kind of realizes it. So yeah, although Subame is Subame and Ishigami are cute, I I feel like it's more um. Ishigami and Miku, like it just kind of all points towards that. Oh man, I wish I could talk, but I can't. Uh, but yeah, um, so back to the main point. So for Inu's like character development, this um, this season was kind of like being able to step in and give like the student festival something that she wants as well, which is yeah. like the um, not campfire, but uh, is it campfire? Bonfire. Bonfire, yeah. And so she really pulls through and kind of like um, kind of finds confidence within herself. And then she finds someone that is willing to um, I feel like she gains friends in this season aside and is stepping out of her shell. And she doesn't have to lean on her friend as much anymore. Yeah. 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 But yeah. And so she gets that to happen. And it just absolutely breaks my heart to see that she's the one 
um, I'm gonna cry again. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just, but she's the one patrolling the streets and keeping it safe, so they make sure that they're able to have another bonfire next year, you know, and not able to lose that privilege. And it's just so, um, it's just so sad because I just wanted to see her happy, you know. And I think um, that just further reinforces your ship because, or our ship, I guess. Yeah. Because, um, in that regard, she too is a selfless person. Yeah, she is selfless. Like, she ultimately wants, like, even though she's a bit rigid, I guess, um, she is selfless and wants the best for people around her. Yeah. And I think, yes, she did want to experience it herself, but I think she just wanted to bring something fun back to um, the school. And so as that's happening, I'm like, (laughs) I'm crying, throwing up, screaming. I'm like, I want her to enjoy this. And then Ishigami comes, and then he's like, yo and then like you see the the keychain and whatnot and she kind of like blushes so it's like again that shows something for me that's like she feels some type of way huh yeah that's like that made my ship sail like that was already i already had it in my in my heart but seeing that i was like bye ship enjoy your voyage (laughs) um yeah and she's like blushing you know and then she's like huh and then he's like well this is i found this and then he's like aren't you in charge of like lost um, yeah but technically from like the um what's the word the legend the legend if you give it to someone and they accept it you're set you know yeah. they didn't say that you ha- and so like and the look in her eyes i don't think she's gonna try to find the owner but um i don't know yet but that's not all <laughs> homeboy pulls out an ipad he's like i recorded this for you so she could at least watch a glimpse of it yeah and again it just shows her selflessness and she's like tearing up and she's like i think she's tearing up and she's like everyone looks so happy and she's like that was really the point of it all and i'm like you know let me give you a hug and yeah and that's kind of like the end of the character development for those two and so now let's get into it I will just say, you're gonna enjoy the manga. I I'm looking forward to it. I was um I was gonna read before the before the season started because I think I did finish like maybe like a week or two before the before season three, right? Yeah, but then I was like, mm, I'll just wait because I'm yeah. gonna watch this anyway. So now that the season's over, you're gonna re- read the manga. Yeah, I'm ready to read the manga. I'm uh I think I might even buy it because looking at it the website that you gave me i don't like how it was like scanned no, yeah it's terrible scan but yeah um, so it's, I just, think it's just oriented very wrong and you just said <laughs> yeah that's why I, I saw this i was like <laughs> i was like i can't do it i don't want to be in the trenches i am gonna buy um so i think i'm gonna pick up where the manga left off whatever volume that may be yeah but yeah, so that's the end for Ishigami and um, Inu. And so now for um, Shinomiya and Shinogane. Yes. God, the character development. Me and um, Angel made a joke back around like last year, October. Um, I think you hadn't read the manga as well at that time. The first couple volumes. Yeah. And so he was like, we made a joke. He's like, yep, it's year 2050. Shinomiya and Shinogane has still not confessed. and now it's not that we necessarily got a confession but they are definitely they are definitely letting go of their pride 
they are essentially time limited, but only Shirogane knows that up until like the last episode. Yeah. But there's also something that kind of sways uh, Shinomiya. I think because of like um, Hayasaka's interaction with Shirogane, she kind of just sees how she feels about him and that like she's like, I want to be with him. I don't care about my pride and whatnot. And um, because of their time constraint that Shirogame is aware of, he's like, uh, no matter what, I'm going to confess during this culture festival. Yeah. Well, they technically didn't confess. Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. And I love how they built up like to the climax. How like by, by like the climax, they had lost their weapons like to like play mind games with each other. And then yeah. just both of them just at their most authentic, just facing each other. Yeah, and oh my god, um, I'm just gonna say what Shirogane pulled off, that's the standard. If you're trying to woo me, it's that, nothing less. <laughs> Sorry. You have if to you organize gonna... a yeah. culture festival at a Japanese high school and then have okay. rain balloons at midnight. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're never gonna be in high school anymore. <laughs> But what I'm saying is the standard, um, if you're not going to pull strings and have the most meticulous plan to woo me, I don't want it. But yeah, if you're not going to make it rain heart-shaped balloons, I don't want it. Our listeners are like, girl, chill. I'm not. (laughs) No, but I think once you see how much um, what he has pulled, it's just amazing. And I think it's kind of like really heartwarming as well because again we know that shirogame doesn't come from like um money Money. and shinomiya does and i think in that sense it also shows that like material things aren't gonna woo her Mm -hmm. and obviously we see that like yes like in her she states herself she's like i'm only involved with people who could like do something for me but she's growing out of that but also she's not going to be impressed by like stuff like that yeah She's very much into Shirogami genuinely and how he is as a character, like his legit character and personality. And then Shirogami doesn't feel worthy of Shinomiya just yet because he doesn't come from wealth or a high standing family. Yeah. And during the season, we see how he meets her and he's just really impressed by her selflessness to go as a rich girl to go into murky water and save this girl. Yes, that's when. I think that's when he fell for her, right? Yeah, he says it in like his monologue. He's like, "I don't think you could even, you would even bat an eye at me back then." But I don't know if you know this. I think, or he's like, "But I've worked ever since then to be, to your standard, but I still don't think like I could be the one to confess to you, because of that." Yeah. And so, but instead, he does, the most honestly. And I think it's just more of his actions that speak for, like, the actions that he did to do something to give this grand gesture to Kaguya. And I think that really speaks on his character as well. I'm noticing a recurring theme of selflessness. Yeah, these are all really selfless characters. Oh my god. And so let's rewind a bit. So finally, they are kind of like, during out the season they're loosening up and kind of being okay with the notion of kind of letting go of their pride and being the one to push things further yeah so during the um culture festival arc they go to each other's 
event that they're being held. Yeah, like when they, uh, like their classes that they put yeah. on. Yeah, or, or their club activities, whatnot, blah, blah. Shinomiya is kind of very classically trained in Japanese culture with tea and her whatnot. So that's... Her class did like a maid cafe. Yeah, and she's dressed up more um, traditionally. Mm-hmm. And so she serves... Um, sorry, I'm blanking out a lot. I'm just like kind of uh, 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 but she serves him tea and those ramen guys make another occurrence for some reason, <laughs> for some reason. And then they see they're like, oh, this tea is meant for someone you love. And yeah. then she serves it to Shirogame and then Shirogame, uh, Shirogane, um, is doing <laughs> balloon. He does, yeah, his class is doing balloon art. Yeah, balloon art. And then shinomiya again with her she's like yeah um i don't know what to get what do you recommend she's like it can't be an animal and it can't be basically just trying to get, get him, him to, to do a heart heart yeah and then so he does a heart and she's like you have to repay with a heart <laughs> and she's like oh my god i <laughs> yeah she runs away but basically that's kind of more of a minor thing finally um they're both done with their activities and whatnot and shirogane tells shinomiya he's like hey and she's like, oh, hey, what a coincidence. And he's like, it's actually not a coincidence. I was looking for you. And then she gets all flustered and whatnot. And then he's like, I was thinking that we could do, um, go do some of the events together. And then she pulls out, you already know how she is. She's always going to be like mischievous in the sense or kind yeah. of be the one to get him to confess. And she's like, oh, well, isn't that going to look like we're on a culture festival date? And he's like, so what? <laughs> And then she's like, okay. And then here comes Chica and she's like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> like, she's going to ruin it again. Chica's too focused on the mystery that's going on mm-hmm. throughout the culture festival. Then Ishigami comes by and he's looking all sad and blue. And she's like, damn it. He's going to get me. I can't leave him down in the blues. But then Subame comes by, saves the day. And then Ino comes and then he has a... I feel like I'm not explaining this right, but um, and finally they go on, and then Shirogame has a churro, and he's like, "Do you want some?" And she's like, "Yeah." And then so she hears someone's stomach growl, and it's Ina. She's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> but then she finds an eating contest, and then goes her own yeah. way. So basically, what's happening is that everything that Kaguya thinks would have gone wrong didn't, and things are going well between her and the president. Yes. And she's very feeling very content. And because of that, she has no idea what to do. Yeah, and then Homegirl has another thing coming, sadly. Yeah. Um, so they finally go to the office. And then he's like, and she's like, we had such a fun day. Coming into the office is just kind of like. Winding little, down. Yeah, winding down a little kind of gloomy. And he's like, I have something to tell you. Oh, let's rewind a little. They go to an event and it's like um, fortune telling. Yes. They go to a fortune telling booth and it's like, you guys are going to have a big decision to make today. Move on. They kind of are like, whatever about it. Yeah. Well, flustered by it, but they go on. And then finally they go to the office and he's like, I have something really big to tell you. And then he tells her that he got accepted to Stanford. And not only that, um, He's going to study abroad for a year early to Stanford. 
so this is when Kaguya's selfness really shows. She's like, and it's really heartbreaking because she just has to put on a smile and say, congratulations, like, I'm really happy for you. Like, that's that's something to be proud of. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, and just as a viewer in that moment, without knowing, like, what happened, it's kind of like, I feel like he was expecting to tell, for him to tell her, for her to tell him not to go. Mm-hmm. And it's just really heartbreaking because it's like, they just had, like, kind of an unofficial date and kind of, like, um, breaking down their walls and pride and whatnot and yeah and it's just kind of like she I feel like they're so in love with each other that I think if she would ask him to not to go he wouldn't you know and so that's really cute Um, but she decides not to because he just knows how much of a hard worker he is and she can't take that away from him and so bam episode ends and I'm binge watching and then the song comes up and I'm crying and I want to enjoy it but I can't I can't. How they go rip my heart out and then play. Yeah, so kind of to, I think we talked about Love is War enough or a lot. So I'll speed things up. They both have a plan to confess. And that's really big because Kagi is like, fuck it, I'm going to confess. Yeah. And then Shirogama is like, I'm going to confess and I'm going to make this grand gesture about it so she knows how I feel. And so. Again, I don't know what's it called, but I can't remember what it's called. But Kagu is kind of trained to shoot bow and arrow, and she's really archery. good at it. Archery. So she's really trained um, in archery. So she's going to be the one to light the bonfire. Mm-hmm. And with there, she's like, yeah, I'm impressed. Uh, then we're going to go up to the rooftop, and I'm going to give him a cup of a can of coffee. And, we're just, and I'm going to confess. But because those actions happened that she didn't, she just kind of left happily. Yeah. Um, okay, that's not even the point. But um, so, yeah, but Shirogarama is nowhere to be found because he's putting his plan to action. As we said, there is a mystery going on. But basically, that's for Kaguya to solve and to throw off Chika because I think he's also aware that she comes in and yeah. <laughs> at the worst times. And fun fact, I think he was dressed up. His cosplay was more a reference to Tuxedo Mask. So I thought that was cute. That's how I saw it, at least. So yeah, uh, Kaguya figures it out. And then they go up. And finally, he's like, how'd you figure it out? You know, I have a prize for you. Kind of being all cutesy, whatnot. And that's where we kind of get each other's monologue. I mean, not each other's. Um, Each of their monologues of how they feel for each other. Yeah. And yeah, and basically to end it, he's like, well, I also have something to ask of you. He's like, go to Stanford with me. And I'm just like, what? (laughs) You know? Yeah. And yeah, and it's just crazy. And so she does accept. And he's like, he's over here. She's like, okay, I'll do what I can. That's what I'm getting out of it. You know? And he's like, you're just gonna answer like that. She's like, I did think about it. And she's going off and babbling on what she's got to get ready. Like, she is ready. And Shirogana's like, when's the girl going to confess to me? And then she's like, well, I kind of have something to ask of you, too. And then she gives him a kiss. And I'm like, woo, three seasons. (laughs) It only took three seasons. I'm like, only took three seasons. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, but the 
just I feel like you really have to watch it to and obviously if you watched it you that's why you're listening to this yeah. episode but yeah it was just such a beautiful moment and the way they animated and kind of the hearts and everything and their expressions and whatnot and yeah but it officially I think the season officially ends with like kind of doing a callback to the second season episode that they or the first season episode that they played of a game of no the first episode of season three episode game that they played of like game of life or yeah. i don't remember yeah oh when they kissed that was the that's the ending from season one. Oh, okay they played that song too and i was like oh shit yeah they really they really pulled through for um this season finale yeah so yeah and then um you see them holding hands so that's really cute. I was kind of scared that like the way they ended it, it made it seem like that's the end of the anime. Okay, right? Um, like, and there's still so much more. But then my concerns were alleviated because A1 Pictures confirmed that there's an anime production following up season three that's already in the works. Yeah, it fucking better be. And the way they worded it made it, made it seem like they're alluding to a movie. Oh. Yeah, because they didn't say like, oh, season four confirmed. They just confirmed an anime production. Okay. And tying back into that, thanks to Manga Mogore, I want to say the account is, they tweeted about how a, like a pretty reliable source stated that Love is War is coming to an end soon and it's going to have 28 volumes, I believe. Yep. And yeah. But yeah, uh, so we got so into Love is War that we did not get to talk about Spy Family. So I think this will be um, we'll get to talk about Spy Family in the next episode. Yeah. So sorry, y'all. But I really enjoyed this season of Love is War, the character development and I am excited for whatever they have in the making. It's going to be really good. Um, it's really sad from here on out, I feel. That's splendid. But there's one character that kind of gets their own arc, I will say. And it's really good. Is oh, it Chica? No. Oh, okay. Cool. Right, good. Oh, um, do you really want to know? Yeah, I really want to know. Hayasaka. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. Aww. I feel like I know Chica's not used like as fan service, like fan service, but more as in like comedic uh, relief. Yeah. Yeah. She is. Cause I like um. Yeah. She's also the one that's like. Everyone, but Chica's aware that Shirogane and Shinomiya have feelings for each other. It seems that way. Yeah, so we hope you enjoyed this episode and our theories. <laughs> no, our um, kind of our analyzation of the season and our speculation for what's to come. Yeah. Um, production wise. Either way, yeah. I'm excited as well. Like, I know like A1 Pictures are gonna kill it. They yeah, do. I don't. I don't doubt that in that. Like every even I'm. 
the ending for the endings for each episode was amazing like the little story that they like told and um that special episode with the special ending like kind of the wrap everything they do with production wise um see you next episode where we'll be finally discussing spy family i think it'll be a more of a a shorter episode since it's only mid-season and it is kind of um to me um it is shonen but it's also kind of slice of life yeah i agree and then we could also talk about like what we're excited about for the second part of the season and all that yeah so yeah i think that's everything right yeah this episode was kind of all over the place because it was kind of more uh, we I literally finished the season a few hours ago. So sorry if it's like all over and whatnot. We didn't have like necessarily written cohesive thoughts down of what we wanted to talk about. Yeah. So it's kind of more like you're chatting with us. <laughs> uh, so sorry for all the uh, ums. Uh, what's that character's name again? Oh, I mispronounced it. My bad. <laughs> um, so. Let us know how you felt about this episode so we could do more or not do them at all. Actually, yeah. this is our show. We do what we want, but maybe we'll do them less frequently. Whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. With all that said, have a good one. And... Uh, see you next time. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>